This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't miss out on your chance to listen to four-time Super Bowl champ Charlie Weiss on the only podcast solely devoted to everyone's favorite position in football, the quarterback. Listen for free now by subscribing wherever you get podcasts or by going to CelebrityQB.com. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. I mean, what a game we just had uh, between the Patriots and Eagles. You know, I'm in shock right now. <laughs> the only I can think, I, I, and I'm stumbling over my words here, because uh, the only thing I could say here is that there are more questions than answers coming out of this game. Because I'm looking at this game and I'm just saying to myself, how in the world did Philly manage to win a shootout against New England? And why were the Patriots so bad at tackling tonight? It was abysmal. Now, again, Malcolm Butler didn't play a single snap on defense, which is a story in of itself because, you know, part of it I, I think has to do with maybe they were trying to fool the injury report because. Butler was sick, but, you know, at the same time, uh, I, you know, I, I don't understand why his replacements were so unprepared for this game. It just, Eric Rowe was abused, and yes, I, I highlighted him as the weak link in that secondary, but, I mean, the way he was abused tonight, I, I mean, it was bad. I mean, Stephon Gilmore was playing out of his mind, and the Patriots secondary was still Bad. I, I mean, I, I can't. Uh, I can't say enough. Stephon Gilmore played a hell of a game tonight, and the secondary was still that bad. Nick Foles threw for three hundred and seventy-three yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Twenty-eight of forty-three, three seventy-three, three touchdowns. Threw the one pick that I had issues with because uh, at that po- uh, point in time, the Eagles were just carving up. New England on the ground. Legarrette Blunt and uh, Ajayi were having uh, great carries throughout the game, especially in that second quarter. Uh, they didn't need to uh, do anything else. I mean, the Eagles averaged six yards a carry. And again, this was one of the things I was talking about in the pre uh, uh, pregame analysis is the fact that the way the Eagles operate their offense with three wide receiver sets, they can run it. A ton, and the Patriots had no answer for it all season long, and it happened again tonight. They were abused repeatedly uh, with those sets. But the, the thing of it was is that they were also being able to throw the football all over the place, which I didn't expect to happen because I honestly felt that they needed to try to tighten up the game. Uh, and by not tightening it up, they actually did allow Brady to get into a rhythm, and Brady torched the Eagles' uh, defense for over 500 yards. In, in the loss, but, you know, and uh, it, <laughs> the Eagles defense did make one play. Uh, uh, they made the one play that they needed to uh, with Brandon Graham forcing the fumble on Brady. They they made the one play uh, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to win the game for him. But, man, oh, man, did they 
almost blow this one because, uh, like I said, the Patriots still had a chance to win this game, even despite all the deficiencies on defense. Uh, you know, I can only imagine the riots going on in Philly right now. Uh, they haven't shown uh, clips of it yet on TV. Uh, I I can only imagine uh, just the bedlam going on. Uh, but you know, going back to the game itself, it, you know, it, it, it's insane. There was over a thousand yards of offense tonight uh, between the two uh, sides. It, it, we had literally. Uh, <laughs> there was one punt <laughs> this game by the Eagles. Uh, I mean, if you didn't know who New England's punter was, and I had to uh, uh, ask this question to uh, to folks uh, because uh, uh, no one <laughs> uh, no no one could answer the question of who New England's punter was. Uh, I, I only knew because I had to look it up again, uh, 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 just in the pregame show, uh, because, uh, when they, uh, do the roll call of players, I knew that the guy's name was Ryan Allen. That was about it. <laughs> I had no idea where, what college he was from. That was the only thing I knew was that, uh, he, he was a punter, but, uh, you know, this was just a bizarre game, uh, to say the least. I mean, the Patriots were just so disorganized, which is something you don't really attribute to the Patriots. And usually the thing that there is their calling card is the second half adjustments, which never came. The Eagles did what they wanted on offense the entire game. Uh, you know, I give credit to uh, Doug Peterson because I, I was saying that he was going to get uh, dominated in the second half by uh, Belichick, the folks. And, you know, he made me look like a jackass, but more credit to him. But, you know... This is just a loss that's going to hang on Belichick and Matt Patricia because, again, no Malcolm Butler for whatever reason. Uh, I think it was probably injury. No one knows at this point. Uh, we're going to hear some more once they do some uh, uh, post-game interviews because uh, obviously everyone's got to go through it. Uh, I'm seeing some uh, notes here about uh, they're talking to Gronk and Gronk's hinting at retirement. Uh, you know, I, I think that's just... He had a moment to uh, talk that some guys go through. I mean, Gronk's in the prime of his career. Uh, and although he has a very bright future ahead of him in pro wrestling and movies and just uh, sitcoms being a dumb jock, uh, you know, I, I still think Gronk's going to be playing football for a number of years after this. But this is just a stunning loss. I mean, you know, if you told me that uh, Brady's throwing for over 500 yards and Gronk had uh, nine catches, over 100 yards, and two touchdowns. You know, you would swear that the Patriots won this game by double digits and blew the Eagles out by over 20, most likely, uh, just with the numbers put up tonight by uh, New England's offense. The fact that they are going home with a loss is stunning. So uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna hear uh, we're gonna we're definitely gonna hear some stories coming out. From this game, uh, I just don't know what happened because uh, some uh, there's there's got to be an explanation for some of the things that went on tonight. Because again, you don't see New England being this disorganized. So I'm um, I'm gonna bring my dad on just to uh, uh, talk about the game because again, this was just this was an interesting one. I, I you know again, I am stunned by the fact that New England managed to lose this game. It, it's just. It's, I mean, 41-33. I don't understand. I, you know, again, it's just, this, this is just a shocking loss just because of how they lost this game. You know, it was, it was always possible that the Eagles could win this game, but the fact that New England lost this game in a shootout is what, uh, it's just so surprising. So, anyway, I'm bringing my dad on, and uh, we're going to uh, carry it on from there. So, Kelly, I, I mean, the only thing I could say about this game is the fact that throughout the game, it seemed as though New England could not figure out for the life of them what they wanted to do defensively because the schemes that they had set up, I, I, I'm, I'm, st I'm still puzzled if they actually thought Malcolm Butler was ready to play that game. 
But, you know, all the years of the Patriots screwing around with the injury report came back to bite them in the ass. Because I honestly think that they weren't really fully prepared to play this game without Malcolm Butler. Because too many guys were out of position to make certain tackles. And, and I mean, that, that got Nick Foles in the rhythm early. I mean, Foles played well. I mean, he played played far exceeded any expectations anyone should have had for him in that game. But a lot of this has to go on New England because normally the New England's ready for a game plan and they make adjustments in the second half. There were there were hardly any adjustments made in this game. I, I mean, to me, New England looked like the same defense first half and second half, which is shocking. Yeah. Um. The, the I thought in the second half, the way I look, I, I thought Philadelphia thought they had a good chance to win the game because they were, they were the same plays they were making in the first half they were making in the second half. So, you know, I, it, to me, it, it looked like, hey, you know, I think they're taking us lightly, you know. Well, you know, the, the, yeah, because the, the interesting part was they didn't even try uh, to play Butler out there. Now, I know they said he was battling the flu and whatnot, but, you know, and the Patriots never give anything away. But, you know, to me, it just seems so bizarre. And I want to hear what uh, explanation they come up with Butler because... Butler was listed as uh, still uh, pro- uh, on on the list as being eligible to play. He because uh, they showed him on a couple of special teams play, but he never took a defensive snap in this game, which has me scratching my head because he's their best tackler, uh, followed by Chung. And I mean the amount of missed tackles New England had today. I mean my word. I, they, they, they they were it, it was like slip a slip and slide out there because they they wiped out on uh, at least eight or nine tackles in that game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, they 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 didn't they didn't they didn't look like you know. That, that that like they were, you know, gonna gonna be any 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 great surprise to to, to Philly. So you know, well, the, the, you know, I, I, at no time in this game they didn't make it look like um, they they were like you know you guys are up against the big boys now because. The one of the one of the things I thought because I was screaming at halftime like kick the field goal, kick the field goal. Oh yeah, it, it, I, that, that that touchdown was so easy that I'm like, okay, well, the, fast. Well, well, the, because, <laughs> I, I mean, you gotta explain to me what that New England defense was doing. I. I, that, I that, but 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 that's my thing. I mean, they're gonna say that what a great call it was. But to me, that was just a blown coverage assignment because you know, I, yes. because Nick yes. Nick Foles makes the motion, and so you know it's gonna be a wildcat type play. So you at least have to respect the fact that someone's got to go out there and look at Nick Foles, and no one goes out with him. And I, I'm just scratching my head. It's like, what? Is, like, what were you guys going over? Because that's a wildcat play. They, they they essentially ran a wildcat play. And while normally you don't throw to a quarterback, and I mean, it, no one's ever going to confuse Nick Foles with being athletic. And we're going to get to the Patriots play too because that that one was bizarre. But you know, New England never actually bothered defending the play. At least Philly was late to the play uh, on the one that Brady dropped. But, you know, the New England play, there was nothing on their side of things. I mean, there's no pass rush, and no one went out. So everyone was just kind of standing around wondering what was going on. And like I said, that was 
you know, it, it was a it was a shocker right there. But like for you know, I, I I can honestly say that that's like one of the few times I've ever seen New England not being prepared in a in a football game. I was screaming. I was screaming to kick the field goal. Well, especially. <laughs> Well, especially after they took it, because if you remember, they took a timeout before they ran the play. So they, they looked like they were going to go for it. Then they called the timeout after they saw the coverage package that New England had. And then you're like, okay, they're going to think this over and kick the field goal. And then they went back out there uh, to run that play. That's why I was like, wait a second. you, you Did they just audible out of uh, the play they originally had based off of the package New England was going to run? Because, again, usually that benefits the defense because they know what you're going to try to run and uh, devise something against it. But for whatever reason, New England, and I I have to, you know, and I keep going back to the Malcolm Butler thing, but to me, New England just didn't seem locked in like they normally would be on uh, these drives. I mean, again, they didn't have a pass rush. Trey Flowers was nowhere to be seen. But the secondary just had a number of busted coverages. Yeah, because I mean that play that 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 Philadelphia run at the end of the half. That's the play you're looking for. It was too easy without that I'm like. You gotta be kidding me. Well, it, because yeah. the 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 other reason why I was kind of yelling at Philly in, uh, in that in that game, though, especially in the in the second quarter, was after uh, Foles threw the pick. I hated the play because they were gashing New England with uh, out of uh, the uh, three wide receiver sets the entire first half, and you know, between Ajayi and Blunt, they could do whatever they wanted to. New England, and you throw a deep pass play. To me, it, the 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 kicker of this game was the fact that Philly won the game in spite of playing into uh, New England's strengths because they kept the game moving along and allowed New England to keep running offensive plays when Philly could have just grounded uh, and just grinded that game out and just punished the pass because New England could not stop the run to save their lives. They could not stop them. So, to me, uh, Philly gave New England a chance to win this game by keep throwing the football because they kept giving, uh, giving Brady possessions because they kept going up and down the field. I mean, it, it worked out for them. But, like, to me, uh, Philly kept New England in this game more than anything else by just, uh, by just uh, uh, keep uh, moving uh, the football uh, down uh, the field with quick drives. Because at the end of the day, you look at this game, you're saying Brady threw for over 500 yards and you still managed to lose this game? Oh, yeah. Oh, convincingly? Oh, yeah. It, just imagine, you couldn't keep Gronk quiet and he lost the game. So, uh, what does that tell you? I, I mean, that, that, that's, that, that's, that's, to me, you know, you're going to go back and, and I, I know the uh, people in Boston are, are never going to shut up about this game because... They're 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 gonna complain about uh, because the first uh, the first uh, touchdown review I, I I was actually surprised because I actually thought they were gonna uh, overturn uh, overturn that uh, touchdown catch uh, uh, that happened because uh, when Corey Clement uh, switched the ball in his hand I thought they were gonna say that the ball was bobbling even though you know he he looked to be in possession of the ball. And he was just switching it to uh, protect the ball from hitting the ground. 
I thought they were going to rule that as a bobble and overturn the call. The second one with Ertz at the end when uh, McCourty slips, to me, Ertz already took two steps and then launched himself into the end zone. So, to me, I, I don't see where people are trying to argue and say that one was, uh, you know, in the act of a catch because unlike the uh, Pittsburgh game where Jesse James uh, still w- uh, hadn't taken a step really, he was just trying to reach over and break the plane, uh, Ertz uh, basically took the uh, took the two steps, then jumped. That was the difference because, to me, the James play, he literally – uh, took one step and then reached the ball over, and that's when it got loose. I didn't think this was a big problem because, to me, it's the only, it broke the plane thing. It's, it, it, it wasn't, like I said, the one with Jesse James is that he was reaching across the end zone, which I thought should have been a touchdown anyway, but he was reaching there and they were saying that uh, the ball came on, it's a touchback. Um, with this one, it's 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 like he was a runner already. So once the tip of the ball touch broke the plane, it's it's a touchdown. So yeah, the, I didn't think it was much. But the, the 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 other one, I I thought that you know that one surprised me. Well, it, well, yeah, it it it, 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 it 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 surprised me because I thought the refs were going to overturn it because it's New England. And, you know, the cynic in me always tends to, like, if it's close enough. Michaels, yeah. Yeah, Al Michaels. No, uh, because Michaels thought it was going to get overturned, too. That's the thing, though, because, again, you know, it, it's kind of ridiculous we've gotten to this stage with football, but no one actually yeah, knows what this yeah. rule is. they got to fix this shit. they got to fix it. they got to fix it. And I think they got to go back to the little thing about, you know, but I don't know if they can do that with, 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 with all this super slow-mo and the looks that you can get with the ball, but you can Well, because again, they they've oh, they've changed the rule into such a convoluted process of just uh, uh, of oh, it's got to be in the motion. Oh, he's engaged in the act of running. Oh. But he went to the ground, so anytime he goes to the ground, it must be complete and utter control. But unless uh, he's in the act of running, then you're okay. It's like, can, can we can we make up our minds here? <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. I think they fucked that up so much that I, I, I don't even know if they can do anything now. And everybody's saying, ah, they got to do this. But you know what? I think they sit there right now and saying, yeah, what are we going to do? Because you can see so much now with the cameras that they have that they're screwed up the process so much. Is that it's like, I, 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 I think even if they, even if they say um, uh, we're going to do this, I, 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 I think it's, it's, it's screwed up so much that I, I don't know if they 
Yeah, so I, I got a joke. I got a joke for you, Callie, because uh, we didn't get into this uh, before uh, when it happened. But uh, do you think Washington wants to second guess uh, themselves for making that Kirk Cousins trade too early after seeing what Nick Foles was actually able to do in a Super Bowl that Alex Smith has struggled to do in multiple playoff games and actually uh, put up uh, some big passing numbers in the uh, and throw into coverage. Because because now 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 you've got a situation where uh, Washington uh, basically is paying Alex Smith twenty three and a half million a year to do what Nick Foles just did for the Eagles. Well, here's the problem I have with Washington pulling the trigger on that trade so early because there's no room in Philadelphia for for Foles. Nothing wrong. Nothing. Nothing is wrong with fools. But uh, what, what do you think? So they're never gonna just tell Carson Wentz that uh, we're not gonna play anymore. There's no room in Philadelphia for fools. I mean, if I'm an Eagle fan, I say hey, thank you. But oh, please, Nick. Nick. Nick Foles is gone. Nick Foles is absolutely There's gone. Nothing they can do. game, Alex Smith was be already being overpaid by Washington, even before this game. Now, Washington looks even more ridiculous. Although, technically, this game kind of screwed up uh, Kirk Cousins because if you're looking at it now, because I always figured oh, yeah. that...
Cousins was going to use the Jets to leverage other teams into a bigger contract. The fact that Foles is in play now because of this performance, a team like the Jets is just crazy enough just to throw out a $17 million contract, anywhere from 15 to 17 mil, and throw it out there to Foles on like a one or two year basis. And Foles will take that deal because, you know, again, this was a guy who's already one foot out the door of football. So he's not looking for, I, I can't see Foles looking for a huge long term contract. He's going to look for the contract that's going to pay him the most money over the short term. And he just rides this, uh, this wave. So I, I see a team like the Jets just thrown out. Because the Jets don't really don't want to pay for a quarterback. They want to draft another QB because the Hackenberg nonsense didn't pan out. I mean, Br- Bryce Petty is Bryce Petty. So, you know, it, it could be a situation where you bring back McCown or you th- you throw out some money and you and you sit, say to yourself, oh, well, Nick Foles is younger. Let's throw out a two- to three-year contract and let's see if we can bring him in. So now I, 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 don't, I don't see... Cousins necessarily getting the contract he was looking for because now you got another guy in play because he was already uh, he was already in, in trouble because of uh, Case Keenum being around and the fact that Alex Smith ended up uh, moving already so uh, the Browns uh, the Browns and other teams uh, were already kind of uh, uh, making up their mind so to me Cousins ends up being the loser here because uh, Garoppolo. It's still going to stay in San Francisco. It's just a matter of uh, what the dollar amount's going to end up being. But now oh, they're, not, they're, not, they're not they're not they're not letting uh, um, uh, they're not letting Garoppolo go out of San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it, it, that, that, that's what I'm saying. Garoppolo's yeah, Garoppolo's not going anywhere. It's just a matter of uh, what the dollar figure is going to be. But like I said. Cousins now finds himself in a tight spot because, again, you've got a number of guys now that are going to pique the interest of teams, and and Foles just performed out of his mind tonight. Now, granted, I I put the blame actually on uh, the Patriots here because the Patriots, like I said, I'm not sure nobody, if I'm not sure if nobody I, can see what we see. Yeah, yeah, look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you Because and the two big games that Foles played in, the championship games, which I thought the Vikings was terrible. They were. And and this is that if you all play Brady, you collecting money. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's as simple as that. He's getting he's gonna get paid. I mean I don't think oh, yeah. it, I I mean this is this is not gonna be a Joe Flacco situation where the contract he gets is completely ridiculous, but. It, it is a situation where he's going to get paid. So I, I look at this as a situation. Oh, hey, 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 it could be worse because <laughs> the teams, I mean, Flacco got that contract from his own team, but the teams that, that the teams that after him is, Uh, no, no, what, what just happened? Uh, what was that, ESPN? I'm watching the NFL primetime, and, and Butler was kind of wondering how come he didn't play. He said he, he thought he could have changed the game, and he don't know if he wasn't confident that he could play or whatever, but, you know. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not seeing that interview. The, uh, 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 on uh, uh, on game day prime or ESPN uh, prime time. I'm watching ESPN. Uh, 
ESPN, ES, I'm watching ESPN. Ah. With with um with uh, Steve Young and and um oh Jesus Christ uh yeah they 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 they, they, pro- they probably have uh uh Umar, Steve Young and, and and I don't know why I'm blanking oh on. oh oh yeah and they got Moss uh, on okay you know what? I I did I didn't have it on ESPN I I had it on yeah. um I had it on uh, uh, NFL Network and in the the uh, NBC yeah, well, post game show. I can't rewind, you know. Yeah, you can, I can't rewind. It drives it drives me crazy watching TV now. But that shit is happening. And I can't. If I just miss it, I, I can't go back. It's driving me crazy. Yeah, I but I mean, but, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, very. I'm like I don't know. Maybe they wasn't confident in me, and you know. So the same thing you're talking about with that, you know. And I, I guess we're gonna hear a lot more about that tomorrow. You know, or maybe later on tonight because wow, uh, it looks like Butler's pissed. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. A, a couple of comments from Malcolm Butler. Uh, yeah. He, he 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 basically wasn't told why he 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 said he didn't get an uh, explanation of why he didn't play. Uh, he told the media, "You guys waiting on Roe or Gilmore? I ain't got nothing to say." I mean. And yeah, there's another comment where, oh wow, this is they gave they gave up on me. Uh, it is what it is. I mean, this is whoo. Yeah, that, that, yeah, I mean, I mean, Malcolm. That, 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 you know, while you say that maybe he wasn't healthy or whatever, it doesn't sound like he thinks so. Th- no, it, th- this. You know? I mean, Malcolm Butler was already on his way out because we talked about this, that the Patriots were trying to find every which way to trade him, and they would have traded him if they had more roster depth. They would have traded him to the Saints. I mean, the Saints still got hosed completely on the Brandon Cooks trade, which we've already gone at length about because the the Saints are idiots. (laughs) Well, to me, the the Saints hosed themselves because I, I, you know, look, the Saints didn't really miss Cooks this year. The way they played, they, they didn't really miss him. But I don't understand how they didn't ask. And they, their defense played well, but I don't understand how they didn't ask for Malcolm Butler in that trade. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, because, uh, yeah, this was the quote you, you, uh, you were referencing uh, when he was getting on the team bus. I don't know what it was. I guess I wasn't playing good, or they didn't feel comfortable. I don't know, but I could have changed that game. I don't actually... I honestly cannot, for the life of me, figure out why, with the Patriots struggling to tackle as much as they were, why Malcolm Butler wasn't... Because to me, I said coming into this game, Malcolm Butler was going to be starting, but he was going to be used in different spots because I thought he was going to be the guy they used in the slot. Because I thought they were going to use him to match up against guys like Ertz and Aguilar, who killed them all game long. I mean that that was to me this is this is mind blowing. Because I I I I, 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 fig, I figured he had to have been. defense really good, and and I don't I didn't understand it either. You know. I mean, and this is another quote. Uh, according to Eric Rowe, the guy who was starting, he said he didn't know he was starting right on, uh, uh, until right before the game. I mean, <laughs> to me, you're playing a championship game. you got to know who's playing or not. I mean, I don't know. You know what this comes across right now? This comes across like Nick Saban firing uh, Lane Kiffin before the national championship game uh, the year before against Clemson. Because yeah, which, which made no sense to me at all because it's a business and you've got to expect your guys to be taking jobs. And you can't be that, you know, you can't be that pissed off where you, 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 you cut up your nose to spite your face. Uh, you know, I mean, so, and even this championship game that came back to bite him, he just got lucky with with with, with the other quarterbacks because 
Wait, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. I got I, I, I got I to play this. I, I want to hear this quote from Patricia. Hold on, I'm going to play this quote. He is trying to deflect this as much as possible. I mean, I'm not sure if you could hear it, but he was basically saying that they were trying to match up bigger against uh, against the Eagles. I mean, these are all non-answers. All non-answers. I mean, this is bizarre. I mean, the Boston media is going to go nuts over this. I mean, and, you know, Belichick's going to circle the wagons, but the truth is going to come out on what happened. If maybe he pissed somebody off or mainly mainly he pissed off Belichick, something in the media, something must have happened because Belichick – isn't one to just normally uh, make a unilateral decision like that without giving it careful thought. If somehow they decided to... I mean, it's, I mean, but to, to, I mean, just, just to highlight how, re, how ridiculous of a situation this is, the Malcolm Butler coming into this game played on 98% of all the snaps the Patriots had this season. I, I mean, it's just bizarre. Because it's one, it's one thing if Malcolm Butler was somehow injured or uh, was uh, the flu really was as bad as it thought. What he's saying. Be, because you're gonna, you, know, you know, I don't think there's, there's going to be much talk about it tonight. But I think by tomorrow, yeah, people are going to want to know what's what. You know. Because, uh, again... I, you know, yeah. I mean, the the Patriots gave up over 370 yards passing. 
you know, again, Nick Foles played out of his mind. But part of that was they weren't in good positions defensively, in my opinion, the Patriots. I, I, I felt there were way too many plays where they were out of position and guys didn't know where they were supposed to be. But, man, that, that, that is – because I actually thought that the Patriots got caught with uh, – uh, a classic situation of they were trying to manipulate the injury report and make it seem like Butler was healthy enough to play, and then uh, you know uh, uh, we're just trying to deflect it so that they uh, uh, so they could throw off Philly. Uh, but you know, you know. Yeah, but Malcolm is showing a wrench into that because. Oh yeah. Be- because, but NBC picked up on it because I'm not sure if you saw it. Like during the game, NBC picked up on him crying during the national anthem. So I'm not sure if they told him right then and there on the field that he was benched. That's that's what I'm 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 so curious because this is, I mean, I really can't understand what happened that could have triggered this. Yeah, the only the only time I checked that is uh, a while ago when I told you, oh, Butler's Butler's pissed off because uh, I didn't see the anthem, you know, because I didn't see the start of the game. But you know, if you watch it, then you know you probably thought he was emotional about the game coming up. But now that you see what happened, hey, you know. Well, see, yeah, I, I, t- I talked about that earlier because uh, what I was saying is that, you know, they didn't want to get called out again for snubbing him. But if you wanted to bury T.O. In a, uh, in a Hall of Fame spot where they didn't want him to get the full recognition, they picked a hell of a year to do it. Because the amount of names in this Hall of Fame between Erlacher, Moss, Ray Lewis... Uh, I mean, obviously, and you have you have uh, you have uh, the uh, uh, the old timers with Kramer and whatnot. You, you've got you've got like blue bloods uh, in terms of like uh, just Hall of Fame members. I think they even put them in here just to overshadow him because they have so many Hall of Famers in here that are going to have huge fan bases traveling. I think they almost did it in a way so that they could minimize. Uh, him at the Hall of Fame, which again is utterly ridiculous. But to me, it seems as though they were trying to marginalize him. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I, I thought I, I don't think it's that. I thought that they didn't think they would catch the among the heat because I mean, Tyrone is such a pain in the ass. I thought they they figured last year when we did that to him. No, nobody will see much because, you know, I mean, he was a pain in the ass, but, hey. Well, I give a shit if he's a pain in the ass. You want to know when he was on the field, what he did. Well, the, well, the, the, well, the, the, the re- last year. So I, 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 I think, because this was an easier year to leave him off than last year. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. Last year, they, they got stuck in a spot where everyone's like, wait a second. You can't put Marvin Harrison. No disrespect to Marvin Harrison, but it's like now, now you're just getting ridiculous. <laughs> so I was like, the, the the guys who were getting in ahead of him, you're just like, okay, now 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 it's just getting blatant. <laughs> yeah, well that that's 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 the thing, and you know they thought that when they left him off and he made a, a big fuss about it, that nobody would take it on, and and the press kind of. You know, rip them to shit. Look, that Hall of Fame thing, I find it full of shit. Because the length of time they made Harry Carson wait, anybody who ever saw Harry Carson play in his prime, you gotta be kidding. You know, to, 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 
to make him wait all those years. I don't know what the hell they're watching at, you know. So it, it's crazy. It's the same shit with, 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 with uh, Ray Guy. You know, I mean, yeah, he's a punter, but he kind of changed. I saw him play. He kind of changed the, the, the way he thought about punting, you know. So uh, I, I don't know what they, they you know, and... I, you you know I, I think this year it was scared. You know, but it, it's like I I can't. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. It's like what the 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 thought process uh, would be because they're saying that uh, Belichick made the comment that I made the decisions that gave us the best chance to win, and everyone knows that's a bunch of bull because again. Even though Butler hadn't uh, had his best season, he still played over ninety-eight percent of the snaps this season f- for the team. You don't make that kind of disruption in the biggest game of the year. You just don't do that. No, no. Let me tell you something. For me to buy that, you gotta show me tapes of Butler getting beat at crucial times. So you say, hey. We can't put him in this game because, and, and, and look, it's not like Philadelphia was, uh, let me see, uh, who was, oh, okay, let's say you play the Saints, and the way that offense was, was just chewing out yardage, you're like, ah, no, nah, I got to I gotta be worried. The Eagles wasn't an offensive juggernaut. Yeah, they made plays, you know. But I, I, I can't see you saying, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't, uh, I, I, can't I can't play, I can't play this guy against these guys because they're going to chew him up or whatever. Uh, so uh, those kind of comments is not going to hold water, you know? I mean, it's, it's just bizarre. It's, it's honestly bizarre because, again... You know, when you talk about the Patriots, you always look at it as like they're prepared. And to me, the fact that he got uh, he got benched minutes before the game, it's just like uh, I mean, it just yeah. doesn't seem like they thought that out. I, I mean, I, I, uh, I honestly, it's like it is it is mind blowing. It is honestly mind blowing. Anyway, I gotta go. I I, I gotta go. I, I, I want to call Ezra and congratulate yeah. them because I give them so much grief every year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Never win anything. Yeah. 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 No. 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 no, no it, it, it's true. Yeah. All right, Kelly. You take yeah. it easy. Okay. We we'll talk tomorrow. All right. Okay. All right. All right son. Night. Oh, good night. Oh. Yeah. I mean, this is just. <laughs> It, it it is. There is going to be some stories coming out of this game. Uh, I mean, it's it's it's, it's you know what's uh, 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 oh actually oh this is another good one. Apparently, Brady also snubbed uh, shaking Nick Foles' hand a- after uh, the game, which he's done before. By the way, uh, it's not like it's the first time. Uh, he usually does not handle losing well, so he storms off the field. Uh, but you know, I am, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying is Malcolm Butler. For those of you who have not been uh, listening uh, on the podcast before, I always say that the inside slant call by the Seahawks is one of the dumbest plays in NFL history, caused by Malcolm Butler. Uh, doing his homework and being prepared for the game. So, to me, Malcolm Butler always works his ass off. Him getting benched, you know, I thought it had to be an interesting, uh, interesting uh, uh, situation. Uh, I mean, uh, that he got uh, benched because I, I figured that he had to be hurt enough that the uh, Patriots didn't want to mention it on the injury report. And, you know, we're trying to figure out ways of getting around it. So that's why they had him on special teams. But the fact that they just benched him right before the game and, 
you know, for lack of a better term, didn't tell his backups that they were starting in front of him. It's just, like, knee-jerk. I mean, no wonder New England looks so disorganized this game. This was about as bad as I've seen uh, New England uh, in a playoff game. Because usually the offense can struggle, but the defense usually makes uh, adjustments and they're prepared. But, I mean, this looked like guys who were not understanding some of the positions that they needed to be in, and it led it to a couple of busted plays and just missed tackles because they took bad angles. But, man, I I can't wait to see how this plays out uh, over the next couple of days because we're, we're going to figure out a way of... Uh, we're, we're going to figure out some things because Malcolm Butler is ab- is absolutely leaving the Pats uh, in the offseason as a free agent. There's no getting around it, but I I just... I can't wait for the stories to hear uh, come uh, come out on this one because there there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot to talk about. I mean, the Pats fans have always uh, uh, maintained that it's conspiracy against them. You know, calls go against them all the time. This, that, and the other luck. Blah 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 blah. But this time, uh, you know, the calls themselves didn't cost them the game. But this decision is the height of arrogance, and that's. One thing that, you know, people made the accusation of Patriots fans of being arrogant. I never really put that uh, blame on the coaching staff, but that is an arrogant move right there because I brought up the case of Alabama with Nick Saban firing Lane Kiffin because, again, you don't make major decisions like that right before the biggest game of the year because it's always a drastic shift and it throws off the chemistry. I don't care who you are. You work with people long enough. You know their foibles and quirks, and you kind of work around uh, uh, establishing a pattern. When you change up that, that that dynamic, you're inviting trouble. And, you know, just an interesting, interesting night, to say the least. Uh, again, the Eagles are your Super Bowl uh, 52 champions. I, 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 you know... I thought they needed to run the football, and they did. They ran for over 165 yards. But obviously, this game turned into so much more than that because of the amount of offense generated by both squads. Uh, Philly won in a shootout, which I never thought would be possible. But, uh, you know, Belichick even said after the game, I uh, I obviously didn't do a good enough job coaching, even almost tacitly admitting that he screwed up the game plan. But, uh, you know, I can't, I can't believe that it went down like this. This is going to be talked about for years to come. And, you know, I am, I'm so much interested in figuring out, uh, some of the details. So we're, we're, we're going to, we're going to get some, there are definitely going to be, uh, some stories coming out about this game and what happened and how it all went down. But, uh, for now, uh, we're, we're just going to have to, uh, wait and see, uh, Uh, the fallout, but uh, what an interesting, interesting evening to say the least. Uh, If you weren't entertained by that, then I'm sorry. There's, you're going to have to find something else to do uh, watching football games uh, because obviously that was an entertaining game. No defense being played, but it was entertaining to say the least from start to finish. Uh, Capping off uh, what, again, was a very interesting season to say the least. Uh, Again, the Philadelphia Eagles are your Super Bowl champions. Philadelphia is likely going down in flames, looking like something out of a scene from The Purge. But uh, it is, whether you can believe it or not, uh, joy being expressed in Philadelphia, even though the city is probably in flames in certain parts. But that's all for now. Have a good one, folks. about position in all of sports the quarterback and now there's a show solely dedicated to the most sought after role on the field celebrity qb featuring four-time super bowl champion coach charlie weiss 
Unlike other football shows, you'll get the inside scoop on all things quarterbacks. Like, is this the year Tom Brady finally looks his age? Will dating Danica Patrick distract Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he's dating Danica Patrick, Charlie. We're interested in that, you know? Well, I mean, Tommy's got Giselle. I'll I'll take Giselle, okay? (laughs) Is Dak Prescott good enough to win a Super Bowl for the Cowboys? Which rookie quarterback has the best shot of making a positive impact in 2018? How about intellectually, Charlie, as far as what they ask the quarterbacks to do now? The game has changed, but the pressure that's put on quarterbacks and it always been put on quarterbacks is tremendous. Join Charlie Weiss and co-host Steve Strout on an all-new podcast from Lasting Media, exclusively about quarterbacks. Subscribe now at Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to great podcasts. Celebrity QB, everyone's favorite position.